The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan on News Talk. Adolf Hitler's silver plated pencil is going up for auction in Belfast. It was apparently given to him for his 52nd birthday on April 20th, 1941 by his partner Ava Braun. Though the fact that this auction is happening has uh, drawn some criticism. Oliver Sears is with me. He's the founder of Holocaust Awareness Ireland. Oliver, you're welcome to the show and uh, thanks a million for coming into studio. Um, Should this item, and there, there are other items I understand as well, a signed portrait as well, of Hitler, should they be pulled from the auction, do you think? That's what I've been calling for. Um, I'm really disappointed in Bloomfields because in 2019, uh, they were planning the the sale of uh, Adolf Hitler's dinner service. And I had contacted them and other people had too. And on that occasion, they had actually pulled the items from sale. And I wrote to uh, Carl Bennett of uh, Bloomfields and I set out exactly uh, the reasons why these items should be pulled again. Um, And I I simply asked him what had morally changed in four years. I'm I'm waiting for a reply. Okay, no no reply whatsoever to that so far. No reply. All right, okay. Well, listen, we'll hopefully get an update uh, on it and you might let us know if you do receive a reply. in situations where these are pulled from sale, what, what what generally happens? Do they do they tend to be donated to museums? Do they just go back to whatever private collector had them in the first place? So the first thing to say is that there is an awful lot of memorabilia stuff that was manufactured relating to this regime, and I I am always uh, cautious that. Uh, experts be brought in to examine the material just in case it has very specific historical significance. But it's usually not the case. And it's rather galling that uh, Carl Bennett claims that uh, because this was a gift from Eva Brown to Hitler, that somehow it gives us a window into Hitler's psychopathology uh, that we may not have known about previously. Um, You know, that may be the case. I think it's very thin. The reality is that uh, Bloomfields are doing this for money, uh, for no other reason. And it's the trade in this uh, stuff that we find so appalling. How big is that trade? How much of this stuff goes on? It's small in Ireland. It's very uh, substantial in other parts of the world, in America um, particularly. And there is a very dark side because anti-Semitism is on the rise. It's not over. These symbols are co-opted by far-right groups. Um, And worse still, often you find that caches of this material are sold and the proceeds given to some of these far-right groups. So it's not just a quirky, rather dark, um, obscene little trade. There is a much darker edge. Uh, And frankly, if you come from my background, you find it deeply, deeply offensive. You know, something stranger still, I've been an art dealer for more than 30 years in Ireland. And in all these years, uh, and you can imagine that the vast majority of my clients and colleagues are not Jewish, I have never come across a single person who has challenged me and said, you know, your view is wrong. They are all simply agog that anyone would choose to make money out of this. 
So I'm calling on Carl Bennett again to reconsider. You've done it once. It's not complicated. Mm. This is the worst regime in history, uh, certainly in the 20th century. It's, in, uh, it's within living memory. My mother, who is a Holocaust survivor, is alive. I think, you know, uh, there should be a line where um, uh, a common decency kicks in and it becomes just taboo. It's something that you don't do. Do, do you get the sense, and, and given you've been in the game in, 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 in art in this country um, uh, for, for, for the length of time you specify, is there a sense that this is becoming less taboo? Do you know, as, as I appreciate your, your mother's still alive, there, there, there are a dwindling number of people who, who are still alive with first-hand experience of the horrors of that regime. Like, it, it, do you get the sense, and maybe, maybe this isn't happening though, that as those numbers dwindle, people kind of feel more openly able to, to well, buy and sell Hitler's pencils? I think it's a very good question because w w what it broadly uh, points to is the fact that the Holocaust is rapidly moving into... Um, uh, second-hand history. And that's where um, I feel such a burden and why I'm here talking to you, because soon um, I'm going to be the closest person to this story. And I was born uh, 23 years after it ended. Because th th there's always been Holocaust deniers, uh, and I guess it becomes easier to do it, not easy, but easier to do it, if the people who actually experienced it firsthand are not around. Yeah, ab absolutely. It, it really, um, it's imperative, I think, that uh, the next decade, which will probably see out uh, all the remaining Holocaust survivors, we pay attention to what they say. Um, they, they, they are really unique, a unique set of people. They, they have seen uh, the worst side of humanity and, and survived it. Um, I think it's important that we listen to them. Is it possible to be, you know, horrified but fascinated by the regime to the point that you might want to collect this type of stuff? Yes, there is a, certainly a, a, a prurience um, that happens in uh, all, all, all sectors of collecting to a degree, I, I think. I certainly have been um, involved in an, in an industry where, where collectors are passionate, obsessive, all of these things. But, you know, let me tell you what happened to me this afternoon, and it will give you an insight, perhaps. Very simply, um, I continue to research what happened to my family. Mm. Most of them were murdered. And in, in most cases, you can't find out what happened. But finally, I, I got, it just so happens, it was this afternoon, a document emailed to me from Yad Vashem, the Holocaust Memorial Museum in Jerusalem, that told me that my uh, grandfather's aunt was murdered in Chelmno, which was one of six death camps outside of the city of Wuj, where they came from. She was 70 years old. She was um, deported to this camp where she was put in a gas van and gassed to death by carbon monoxide. So while Carl Bennett is uh, counting his prospective winnings, I am counting my losses, but not in money, but in lives.
One listener says, um, to me, this is about remembering history, good and bad. Should we stop selling British Empire memorabilia because of atrocities or stop selling Roman artefacts because of the people they wiped out? Uh, is is the response to that, that that there's nobody alive today who's suggesting that we kind of enslave Carthaginians as they were doing in ancient Rome? I think that, it's that, more live that, that that's one point, but also anti-Semitism is on the rise. These... Um, symbols, these objects are used by the far right. There are people uh, who walk among us who wish that I was not alive because I am Jewish. Let's be very clear. There is a, there is a uh, ve- very clear difference. Listen, Oliver, we appreciate you uh, coming into studio and, and making the case so strongly. And you might let us know if you do hear anything uh, from the auction. Has Oliver Sears is the founder of Holocaust Awareness Ireland. We'll get... The Hard Shoulder with Kieran Cuddy with Nissan. Weekdays from four on News Talk.